a new documentary makes us question the impact of Michael Jackson's life and legacy. Then Marvel, Jason Bateman, Ghosts, and all the stuffs as Matt and I catch up on our TV show viewings. That and more on this episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt, burning so brightly. Hey. Yeah. Yes. I'm talking about that. Oh my gosh. The trailer that Brightburn. was just released, Brightburn, yes, uh, which you actually suggested to me. I had heard from a friend about it. Yeah, and, and I told you to watch it. Yeah, and told me to watch it, and then I went and I checked it out, and hey, guys, if you want a really freaky slightly disturbing trailer to check out it's superman uh, watch it meets carrie yeah and it, it definitely feels that way i think my only fear is that they're going to because it's going more in the horror and kind of drama genre they're going to skimp on the special effects yeah and then it's going to look end up looking really cheesy but the trailer looks pretty freaky yeah it does pretty, looks yeah, good to me pretty gnarly so who am i no. everybody i am here with joel <laughs> cunningham <laughs> And if you don't know what that is, that's the freaky music from the Us trailer. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's a movie that's been oh, that movie is going to be so scary. I can't it's it's hard to watch a trailer and not be freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do about that one because it looks awesome. It looks more horror than Get Out was. Exactly. Yeah. It looks awesome and it looks more scary, but I really want to see it because Get Out was such a good film. So, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to do, Matt. I yeah. might have to break down and go see it, but yeah. Um, yeah. You know me. It looks scary. I don't like scary movies. Well, anyway, getting right into things. Uh, as you heard correctly, Matt and I are going to be doing a bit of a kind of a special episode today. Uh, it's a normal episode for us, but we're going to be talking instead of about films because there just honestly really wasn't that much that came out um, significant wise. We're building right. up to Captain Marvel coming out this seeing, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we're going to be seeing. Yeah, we're we taking uh, Megan, the contest winner, with us. Yeah. So that's going to be super cool. So we're going to watch that. Um, so we didn't really get too much releasing i think a lot of people are just trying to be like hey marvel's coming out so let's maybe not release anything big right now <laughs> marvel marvel yeah. has something everybody get out of here yeah, get out <laughs> of the way here comes marvel uh but we're gonna be talking about a bunch of content that we managed to watch on television uh leaving neverland which is a big one that's yeah. kind of making a splash right now for a lot of reasons not necessarily good but big things and punisher and haunting of hill house and stuff like that yeah so i'm not going to get into it now uh Keep listening and you'll or watching and you'll see what we're going to talk yeah. about. But um, Matt, see what happens before we get into that. Why don't you give our listeners some ways to get connected? Yes, you all can get connected with us a number of different ways. One of those being our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. and uh, you can connect through all of our uh, social media platforms through there. Uh, through there being Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which is at Real Review Media. Yes. And then also uh, YouTube.com/slash/TheRealReview, and uh, you can email us anytime at Real Review. <laughs> real review media at gmail.com anytime and uh, you can do that ask us questions tell us your thoughts about a movie that you liked want us to watch or shows show, yeah, yeah exactly shows. yeah uh, it's been a while since we've done one of these show episodes. Yeah, it has. And unfortunately, I, I'm just a, in a phase of my life um, where I am unable to watch as much TV as I used to. I used yeah. to be like used to be like proud of the fact that I could watch every like mainstream show yeah, and, stay and like up. and still like be a good dad and husband. I agree. It's <laughs> an employee. Life is crazy. We're not paid to do this, so it's kind of hard uh, to find the time sometimes because we have jobs and yeah. lives that we have to take care of. So, uh, but we did have a couple shows in particular we wanted to talk about and things that 
I think have been impactful yeah. for us over the last viewing year almost before since our last Tube Talk episode where we talked about shows. Yeah. Um, I also want to just say as a reminder, kind of Matt and I, the way that this works is Matt tends to be a bit more of like the fan, even when it comes to shows, more of like the fun and the yeah. emotion of the experience. I tend to be more of the critical, kind of analytical, breaking things down. Right. Uh, grumpy, grumpily, grumpily. Uh, episode per episode. Grumpity. Exactly. Let's, grumpity. Let's make, make up word grumpity. Grumpity-licious. Yes. That's how I am. Okay, you're grumpity. And then uh, <laughs> we put those together to give you kind of like two sides to the perspective. Um, I don't think we're actually going to be giving like a percentage rating for most of these. Nah. Um, we'll probably just kind of give over our, our overall experiences and whether we would say to watch it or not. Yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, I wanted to just go ahead and get going on the first one. Let's do this thing. Yes. So leaving Neverland. I didn't see this, but you did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had a chance to watch this. This was a one that, um, well, I'll give you kind of like a, a brief little, It's I don't really have a synopsis for it, but it, it more or less documents the experience of two young men uh, and their relationship, and at times, as, as documented in the, sh- in the movie, uh, very inappropriate, very bad kind yeah. of relationship uh, that they had with Michael Jackson. And it kind of goes over the course of using footage, using photos. It kind of documents the experience that they had with them um, for many, many years. Yeah. Um, and both of them are people that are kind of in and out of his story and kind of are known as being associated with him. And uh, I, I'd been hearing about it and I'd been hearing little inklings of it kind of in media. And there's a lot of kind of, and I also don't want to like to gloss over or brush over um, the political side of this or the, I mean, this is a documentary, so right. it's talking about real people and real things that happened. Um, but I also, this is a kid show or not a kid show. This is a family friendly show in a lot of ways. And so I'm not going to get too into depth in some of the right. things that are there. Right, I right. would say that the the documentary itself due to the content and due to the things that it discusses on um, is pretty much a really strong PG-13, almost like R-rated viewing experience okay. because of the descriptive nature of it due to the things that are actually documented in uh, the movie. Right. Yes. So if you want to watch it, I would say maybe check it out first for yourself if you're an adult. And then if you want kids to watch it, you know, very strongly caution, just be aware of that. Right. right, um, right. My viewing experience of it was I went home, I had had a very long day and I'd been wanting to check it out. And so it's a two part thing and it'd come out and I watched the first part thinking, well, I'll check out the first part. And then if it's good, you'll if it's continue. good, I'll continue. Yeah. How long or, is or, each part? About two hours. Wow, so, so it's yeah. like a four-hour journey. Correct. It's significant Dang. viewing okay. time. And I sat down, I watched, and I got done with the first episode at around like one in the morning. And I was Whoa. like, I have to watch the second part. Did you watch it um, then? Yeah. So I ended oh, up watching. Man. I was up to like 2.30 in the morning watching this wow. documentary. Yeah, because it was that compelling and that gripping at times. And I will separate as well. And I will say, you know, for music and what you can listen to, Michael Jackson, I think, makes some great music and is very enjoyable as an artist. And I think what this was specifically trying to do was to say, you know, there's been a lot said in a lot of different areas with this because of the court cases and the prior things that yeah. have happened. This was really specifically trying to just say, here's two people that have apparently had really, you know, bad experiences, really illegal experiences, really horrible things happen to them because of Michael Jackson, um, abuse and um, manipulations and things like mm-hmm. that. And just let them tell their story. And we're going to document it. We're going to give them the freedom. And then the inklings of the impact that it's had on not just their life, but in the people that are associated around right, it. Right, right, right. Um, and again, I don't want to get into too much detail sure. as far as the content that's actually covered and what's discussed. And you can decide for yourself after viewing it whether you feel like um, what they're saying is 
true or not or you know how you want to take it i don't want to decide that for you was but, it one-sided that's the big thing with documentaries i feel like was it did pretty have an agenda and that was what i was going with that is one thing yeah i mean that is okay. one thing that you're gonna have to be just okay with the fact that this is really only telling one side yeah and i would be interested almost to have another doc i mean there's so many documentaries out there about michael jackson and yeah. his positive impact but even if somebody was able to put together something that specifically could maybe talk against or show the other side of this perspective but uh it's difficult now because michael jackson's not around anymore but right. it, it really tells you a very i don't know how they would accomplish that because it's really just these two people um these two men now they're you know more or less our age yeah telling their story of their interactions and their relationship with michael jackson and uh very difficult to watch very it was very even if it was lying even if it wasn't true it was just very emotionally impacting to just hear what it is that they were saying if it would be true then it was just really dark (laughs) in a lot of ways and so uh it's one of those movies that i watched and like for the next couple days afterwards it's just left me with this like kind of dark feeling you know it's kind of like ridden (laughs) in my stayed with me um your dark passenger yeah but um very impactful I, I can't say much more. Very gripping, very impactful. And to your point, absolutely, they did not really spend a lot of time giving the other side of the coin, giving the other side of the perspective. Okay. Um, they could have probably interviewed people from his estate, people from, you know, it, it, lawyers and uh, like maybe ex-employees or something, people yeah, that work yeah. with them that would disagree with these perspectives. But it would have been really hard because it's literally just two people kind of telling their story over yeah. the course of years. And so I don't know how they would have accomplished specifically giving time to talk about the specific things that are in this movie. Um, yeah. All I would say is um, if you want to check it out, I think it's a worthwhile viewing experience okay, if you're okay. on board for something that's very emotionally difficult. No, you got to be dark. Like, I don't know. For me, I got to be like in the right, like in the right mentality slash mindset slash mood to be like able to take on something heavy. Yeah. It's <laughs> and heavy like, and it's a long docuseries yeah. on HBO. Um, I don't... I mean, it's going to be up there for a long, long, long time. Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. actually premiered at um, was it Cannes or something or Cannes or I it would I think it premiered at a film festival. But it's a it's a docu series. It's yeah, like yeah, a two yeah, episode yeah. thing. Huh. So I I don't I don't honestly know um what yeah. to say as far as like what I would I can't give this like a rating even yeah not that I would because of this episode but like uh, it, yeah I I think it's impactful if you're in the right mindset to watch something that's gripping and compelling and my kind of change your perspective yeah. in regards to Michael Jackson. Um, but yeah, to take it with a grain of salt <laughs> or, you know, Man. that they're only really showing one side of things. Me, me, um, you know, being like, uh, positive and optimistic, like kind of like what you're mentioned, you're feeling anytime I watch something that's just kind of inexplicably or unexpected, uh, unexpectedly heavy. Yeah. Um, and dark and ends on like a down note and, and you know, those kinds of things, those stick with me for a while. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't honestly know if you would want, I think as well, because you've talked about the impact of movies and kids and yeah, parents yeah. and kind of the, the, it could be the emotional yeah, yeah, tally yeah. that that takes on you. So Matt, yeah, I don't know if this is a film for you. I don't, I don't, know. I, I don't know. And my time is limited and maybe I just want to watch happy yeah. things. <laughs> well, you say that, but then like you go Bright on. Burn. <laughs> exactly. <You> say that. <laughs> <Or> us. <laughs> you watch all these dark and scary I have movies. a feeling they're going to be uh, potentially good at the end. Yeah. So we'll see. I would say it's definitely not a family-friendly viewing experience. <laughs> okay, okay. Again, so if you're going to watch it, maybe just you and your wife or just you. I gotcha. Yeah. So that that's kind of all I'm going to say. Uh, I know that seems like very, very high level for us <laughs> because I did not get into any content. Yeah. As far as like production quality, that was 
you know, it's as good as could be expected for something like this. Um, music and sound design was good and what could be expected. I mean, it felt a little bit long yeah. at times, but they really tried, I think, to give you a full picture oh, of sure. the stories and not yeah. cut things around. And who knows? I know in documentaries, and I've seen this happen in many different ones where they just selectively edit things, right. but both of the guys that are in this are standing by it and saying that everything that is in this is, is, fact, is factual to what they said. What okay, they said. Gotcha. So, Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, with that, we'll move on to something kind of a little more lighthearted. Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, less uh, emotionally impactful. And it's not real. I would say, yeah. <laughs> not real. That's a good way of putting it. So we're going to be talking about now about Punisher Season 2. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Punisher. Um, Punisher Season 1. Huge fan of probably still... Uh, it's probably tied for my favorite Marvel like show yeah. season. That and Daredevil season three. Those are like my two top ones. Um, and I will say that this show, the second season for uh, Punisher is good. Not not as good as the first season. Um, enjoyable. I didn't like the overall arc. Um, I don't know if I was a fan of like, they, I, I don't feel, I feel like there was no bad guy. Like, like there was the main bad guy of this like pilgrim character and then they um and then they kind of had this like mate they had the then they had like the the guy who was supposed to be pulling all the strings yeah and that was very lackluster to me that whole thing i was like i get that but he corbin benson was in it and he's yeah. like he's in like three episodes yeah i was like that's weird but yeah. anyways um i did enjoy it um i will i will say this every day i think John Bernthal is the definitive Punisher. He is the best. Um, and man, if 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 he was like, let's say he was like like fifteen years younger, they're getting ready to cast another like younger Wolverine. I think he would be perfect for that. Uh, yeah, I can actually see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd actually be a pretty good Wolverine as long as they didn't give him to the, the crazy hair. I think too much like they did in the first X-Men. Like with uh, Hugh Jackman? Yeah, with yeah. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. kind of toned it down as films went by. Not that they yeah. would do that, but I think he'd just look especially yeah. goofy. So this was um, good. I think on uh, like um, an action element, I think it was excellent. Yeah. Um, because the first one was excellent. I think they keep the action pretty pretty high up there for this one as well. Um, so that quality is good. I just didn't care as much for the overall story arc, I think. Yeah, I... I would agree with that. I think there were some characters that were added this season, one particularly the young girl, yeah. that her story just kind of felt lackluster. Yeah, and yep, I feel the same. wasn't very compelling to yeah. me, which is sad, but um, she was good as an actress and mm -hmm. she acted well, but her story just kind of went nowhere for me. Um, there was a lot of non-starters, and I hate to say it like that way, but yeah. there was non-starters of like the compelling drama that was moving our characters forward from season one. Yeah. Um, specifically with Amber Rose Riva, I think that's her name. Uh, her character, Dinah, Dina? Dina Madani. Dina Madani. Um, she felt like she was stuck in this like limbo thing. Yeah. And I get that's kind of what they were going for, but it made her character feel really boring and bland because she's just kind of... That wasn't resolved very quickly. That wasn't resolved very effectively. She's like slowly kind of trying to process this. And then she's yeah. dealing with this whole like, am I going to be like a good person, bad person type thing at times? Um, Jonathan Bernthal was good. You just call him Jonathan Bernthal? John, John Bernthal. <laughs> John Bernthal. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah. you know, we're tight. We call him Jonathan. We call him Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree. He does a great job as the Punisher, but I felt like he was such a vehicle like such an empty vehicle in this season i i didn't really have a great viewing experience i think is the prior season this one almost felt like there was this stuff going on 
and they need the Punisher to be a hammer. And he would just kind of show up at different times to be the hammer. Yeah. But he overall didn't have much of a role in the season. Like he didn't really seem to be there, be a necessary aspect of what yeah, was moving yeah, yeah. forward. The first season, him and his partnership with that guy, um, Billy, Billy, yeah, were well, no, David. Oh, David, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were was compelling and interesting, and they mm-hmm. felt like they were kind of playing off of each other well. Um, right. What happened? It was like Mike. His name was Micro or something, right? Yeah, he just kind of disappeared. I mean, I don't know what they really did. I, I know with, he's like with his family and stuff. I get yeah, that, but I, I do kind of like they. Like, I hope. I hope I know like Netflix canceled all these shows. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're going to come back on Disney Plus. And if Punisher season three happens, I would love to see that like reunited. That would be cool. I agree. Yeah, I think Billy's story was the most interesting of this season. Yeah, yeah. to me and what he's dealing with and how he's dealing with it. But it it felt like more of he should have been kind of a B story. Yeah, and then have a, a bunch of other things going on, and then eventually at the very end tie him into the main plot somehow. Right. But he just. He was just kind of everything yeah, they, about they, it was just kind of there. You they know, made that, him an A story when it probably could have been better served as a B. I think they could have yeah. fleshed out maybe the whole, like, the whole uh, the well, villain thought, John uh, John the the Pilgrim character yeah. and uh, Corbin Berenson's uh, fleshed that out better. Yeah. I would I thought it was cool the idea of like you know the Punisher taking on the Russian mob. Yeah, like, yeah that yeah. was cool. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting thing. But and there I think, was like only one like instance of that, like right. one thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. And what the first season also did really well is that every character that played a role that was in a part of the story, you knew that they had reasons for being there and they had, there was an interesting feeling to where each and every one of them was going to go by the end of the season. This one just felt more like, well, you have these characters. Yeah. We started the story. We need to just kind of continue it moving forward. Yeah. So, no, I was left totally. very disappointed. I, I don't know overall. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I I was disappointed that it wasn't as great in like every episode in the first season, with the exception of maybe like five or six, or the fifth or sixth episode. I was yeah. kind of like it slowed way down, but then just picked back up again. But this one, yeah, this one, yeah, it was. I I liked it, but it it wasn't. And I, the things that like kind of made me excited again was like when it just got like super over the top, like violent. I was like, man. Man, they're just really doing things on this show. Yeah. And then it's like the drama stuff, it would kind of just slow way down. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, kind of what I'll It was good. Not as good as the first one. Like the first one was great. Mm-hmm. This one was, it was okay. Okay. Kind of good. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't take much from it. So yeah. we'll move on then. Yeah. And, let's move on. Uh, let's get into one that you had a chance to see oh, and yes. I did not at all for a lot of reasons. Let's talk about this, mo- <laughs> this movie. It's kind of like a movie. It's like a 10 hour movie. So I, I this is, this has been out for a while guys and all these mo- shows that we're talking about have been out for, for a while, part, yeah. but um, uh, I really wanted to talk about the haunting of Hill house. Cause this show was really something else, something that I really haven't seen as far as uh as far as is like a, a horror television show, um, it's really one thing that I think that this show has going for it is not only is it scary, but it is it's really good drama. Um, one thing about any like scary um, subject matter, whether it be like film or television, that kind of medium is is a lot of times they play it for the scares. Um, and that's what, that's what, and that's what a lot of bad horror movies do. They play it for the scares, you know, like let's try and see how many scary things we can get to jump out and do different things. Um, this is like, it's more of like a drama as a primary and horror as like the secondary. And you follow this family and their past, um, and their interactions with Hill House and where they're at now in the future and how that's still like been following them. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
it's really terrific. There's some times where I was just like heartbroken for some of these characters. Uh, it's for you people out there, season or season season one, but uh, episode five, there's a revelation that happens. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then in episode eight is probably one of the scariest things I've seen ever, maybe. Yeah. Like I tell this story to everybody, but I was watching it and I was rocking... <laughs> I was rocking my like three month old yeah. at the time and I'm watching on my TV because I was the only one in the house. I was, I was taking care of the baby and I was like, all right, cool. I get to, I never watch anything on the actual TV. It's usually like streaming on my phone or something like that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm rocking them and this thing happens and it scares me so bad. I'm like, <laughs> I go, Oh dear Lord. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was like, like I had to yeah. take a breath and take a beat. Yeah. It was so scary. Yeah. It was one of the best jump scares I've ever experienced in yeah. my life. Um, well done. And I was in the, the endings controversial for people, meaning that some people just didn't like it. I thought it was fine. I liked it. Yeah. Um, and we just found out that recently over the last month or so, they're going to renew it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be an anthology series. Okay. So the next season's going to be kind of in the same vein as like an American horror story. Right. It's unrelated, yeah. but same vein, long form, uh, 10 episode arc of yeah. whatever it is. And I'm excited. I was really, really happy with this. And and for the people that I know in my life that like thriller and horror genre, which actually isn't a lot, mm-hmm. um, I tell them about this. I'm like, this is, I recommend this. It's, it's really good. Yeah. It's funny. You're not the kind of person that jump scares easily. No. Oh you know? my gosh. So it definitely set oh. me off a little bit. Like, eh, this might be Woo, a bit scary for me. It was so good. I tried watching, <laughs> this sounds ridiculous, but like just to get an idea of what the show's about, I tried watching just like the intro for episode one, oh, like yeah, the yeah. first little bit of yeah. the scene and just as the scariness of it is happening, yeah. I was just like, nope. nope yeah. Nope, <laughs> I'm good. Nope, yeah. See you guys. I'm good. Yeah. So anyway, it's highly it recommended yeah. for you horror uh, fans, thriller. It's more horror than anything. Well, drama too. Great drama, but yeah. I uh, recommend it highly. Cool. Yeah. Well, well, I maybe will do my best sometime. To kind yeah, okay. Of yeah. You probably won't. That in. Yeah. Probably All right. Not. Next, yeah. next show. <laughs> yeah. Next show. Another one, uh, as we discussed, came out quite a while ago. Uh, this is Ozark Seasons 2. Uh, seasons, mm. Season season two. 2. Yeah. Uh, I only made it through halfway season 1. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, season 1 for me got a lot better as it progressed. Okay. Um, it started off a little bit. It, it had enough interest for me with Jason Bateman's character and it's kind of this both fish out of water mixed with kind of like Breaking Bad type feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit slow. The pacing was a bit slow. The characters were a bit yeah. kind of somber and it was kind of dark. Um, it was dark and heavy for it, me. That's it was why very dark watching. and heavy. Yeah. But enough was there for me. I don't mind too dark and heavy personally that I wanted to keep watching. And by the end of the first season, I was like, wow, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Really good ride. Really good uh, characterization, really good motivations and story arcs and simple but complex at the yeah. same time. That's the way I would almost word it. Okay. Uh, season two started off and just jumps right in yeah. to kind of where we left things off with season one. And there's this thing called like the second season slump, which is kind of common for yeah, a lot of television sure. shows. There's second seasons are always kind of more sure. of like a, yeah, a dip. Uh, this one did not feel that way at all. If anything, this one kind of heightened and grew the stakes cool. of the first season in a very complex and interesting way. Yeah. Um, there's a couple additional characters that kind of come in and then there's recurring characters that become more a part of yeah. the season and everything that kind of was there felt realistic. And I think the thing that's so twisted to me in a way is that this is a Breaking Bad story, but it's like applied to an entire family. Yeah. Whereas with Breaking Bad, it was just one Walt. character, mainly Walt, yeah. who's kind of this good guy turning bad. This is in a way an entire family going through the Breaking Bad experience yeah. and how that's impacting even the kids, yeah. you know, in, in 
bad ways because they're very aware of the events that yeah. are transpiring. Not all of the events, not all the craziness, but a lot of the stuff that's taking place. And so yeah. um, the action is every time there's like an action, and it's not like action, action. It's more of just like tension resolved yeah. with violence. Yeah. Um, that all felt fitting. And there's things that were left unresolved in the first season that play a huge part in the second season. Characters that were like done away with that their family members are still recovering from. Wow. And so I will say if you liked the first season mm-hmm. at all, maybe not for Matt, but like for other people. Yeah. You... So there's select sh- like shows that I've tried watching and I had to stop just because it was so heavy and yeah. so dark. Sons of Anarchy was one of those two, but yeah. I was just like, I was like, Oh, I, I can't, I cannot. <laughs> it just makes me just so sad. And it yeah. just, it's my, it's anti my personality, yeah. everything. I just want to like, go watch Care Bears or something after it. Yeah. That's kind of, no, I I completely understand. I I, I get that. It's kind of, you have to be willing to embrace a certain view and mindset for a certain period of time. For sure. And I like that most of the time. I can, I have a good enough life, I feel like, that I can enjoy this darker type stuff. It's good uh, that you can. Yeah. So I would say it's it's an improvement for me from season one. I think things are even better. Um, So yeah, if you like that stuff, check it out. Uh, go for season two if you haven't had a chance to watch yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, cool. cool. Uh, then we're going to move into what I believe will be our last Yeah, last thing show. here, and it's we're really just talking about one episode, yeah? Yes, the Umbrella okay. Academy, yep. which is... Almost, uh, I almost <laughs> thought you were going to say the Umbrella Corporation. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that one right there. Yeah, yeah. the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> uh, the Umbrella Academy, this one came out very, for us, compared to the other shows recently. Yeah, more um, recently. Last couple weeks. Uh, it's got a pretty large cast. Um, there's not a lot of people that I necessarily recognize, except for... Ellen Page. Ellen Page. She's kind of yeah. like the big name in mm-hmm. it. Um, it's based upon a Dark Horse comic that has been out for a little while. Didn't know that till just now. Okay. Thank you. Uh, it documents the story of this kind of hodgepodge of adopted children with special special powers. Right. And they fight crime and they kind of investigate different things. And they've kind of, in this series, I haven't read anything about the comic, but in this series, at least, they've grown up. Yep. And they're coming back together with all these sets of issues and problems trying yeah. and now trying to get them resolved after the passing of mm-hmm. a close person a loved yeah. one. Um what were your any initial thoughts it's, and feelings uh, and Okay, so I thought it was I liked it and I think I liked it because it was like quirky a little bit. Yeah. Um there's a scene and it's in the trailer but like you get like you don't get a sense of like the camaraderie that they had and I'm sure it gets better cuz I've only seen the first episode there's like nine more I haven't seen yet but yeah. I think that um I really there's a there's a scene that really makes me think okay there's this like there's this unity here they don't show it outwardly you know that they were relays that they're, they're technically all you know siblings yeah um it's it's a scene where like a music music comes on they all kind of start dancing and doing their own thing like oh this is like this unifying thing and it's, it's a really quirky scene yeah. like and kind of strange a little bit but I really like that element of it. Um, there's also some flashback scenes that I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of how they worked. It's like the X-Men, basically. Yeah. Um, but the 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 main guy taking care of him is very like controlling and demanding <laughs> and like kind of not nice. But I um yeah, I liked it. I want to keep watching it. I just have not had the time. So yeah, to me it felt like a simpler version of Legion. In a weird way, yeah. style-wise and yeah. tone-wise, there's a lot of quirkiness. Well, Legion is going to be the weirdest thing that anybody's ever seen yeah. in the Marvel universe. Yeah, I mean, so. on, a, on a scale of one to crazy, yeah. like full-on Legion's like full-on crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's kind of like crazy at times. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and they try to, I think, use it more purposefully in this one. Yeah. I just, there was something about it as well that just, it felt like maybe because they weren't fully embracing some of the quirkiness or something, it just felt 
a little bit like it was a try hard type thing. Right. And we're going to try and make this quirky. And there were a and, couple of CW moments. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't really like that. Yeah. The characters are interesting, yeah. I would say, but at the moment I, I haven't really connected in. I'm only at the first episode and I usually like to give shows at least three episodes yeah. of something yeah. before I really can give a good up or down vote on it. Sure. I will say it's not headed in a great direction at the moment for me. Sure. And to the point where it was like, okay, well, I can put this on the back burner to catch right, up later. Right, right, right. But there's a lot of people that seem to be listening or watching it. There's a lot. I've talked to it. a lot of people personally that are like, I love it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I guess it's like if you want a, a Legion type show that's more accessible. Yeah. That maybe you could suggest something Legion like this. Legion is so freaking bizarre. <laughs> but yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. There's so many scenes. It's like they'll just break into song and dance. Yeah. And you're like, what? what is going on here? And, and who's this like, guy? And then and you're like, April Ludgate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like all these different people. Yeah. Who are you? By the way, so. guys, I finished Parks and Recreation. It's very emotional last episode wasn't it yes yes Very I, I mean that realistically it's actually yes. pretty touching yeah uh send off the cool thing about that show is they ended it but then they're like nope one more season yeah and then that last season was actually really good yeah you know they it is i did like it, it too. didn't feel like an okay so that's what thing. happened i didn't understand that so right. they had the time ju- jump yeah thing. there was a time jump yeah that's cool yeah so they ended they ended it they I had think. the whole episode of johnny karate that made me super happy <laughs> johnny karate was yeah, great yeah, yeah. yeah and i think it's kind of touching because you didn't necessarily get that with the office. Like the office yeah. you got a little bit of a time jump between yep. the airing of the doc. And I'm only comparing it to the office cause it's made by the same like production team yeah, and yeah. everything. And same style, same style and everything. Um, the office, you get like a little bit of a time jump yep. and they actually talked about recently doing, uh, I think a restart of the office set like at the, like this many years later from, I heard something about that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, but, I feel like that style has got to come back really soon. Yeah. But it's it very felt, popular. it felt good with this one because, they could, the the thing, the difference between like The Office and Parks and Rec was mm-hmm. that, why are we getting to Parks and Rec? This is crazy. We're going to talk about it. Right. But there is such a stylistic <laughs> difference as far as like the, the craziness and the yeah. quirkiness. Parks and Rec was a lot sillier yeah. at times. Yeah. And so when they jumped to the future, they could incorporate silly things in it and it felt natural. Yeah, yeah. All normal. that silly like future stuff was like yeah. pretty funny. Whereas me. like with The Office, it feels like you would almost kind of need to let society just naturally age yeah, yeah, yeah. to the point where the characters would be really where they are now yeah. if we were going to restart it but 100%. man if they don't get like Jim and Pam in there and Dwight then there is no way that that show would, it's, would that's, go anywhere that's the thing is is I think they can't do with the same characters I think no. they just have to redo the whole thing yeah. because of Steve Carell Agreed. he was really the heart and soul of everything in that agreed I don't yeah. think they're going to get Steve Carell no, either, I don't think so, they but they that's why to... I think they have to like redo something yeah. new it can't be the office it's got to be something but the same style you know, you know yeah the doctor's office and call right. it, make it about a doctor I'm yeah. just kidding <laughs> that'd be horrible the Crentist the Crentist yeah. yes anyway so uh, yeah that's glad you took good viewing experience for you there yeah I enjoyed it and uh, yeah that's all we'll probably have to say about all the shows then literally that is everything that I have to say about the show. There you go. So some ways to get connected to the podcast before we wrap things up. Again, reminders, realreviewmedia.com is our website where we post all of our episodes and pl- place to get connected to those. We have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia, our Instagram, which are both at realreviewmedia, and then our email. If you'd like to email us about shows that you've watched, maybe you watched one of these shows, maybe you watched Leaving Neverland and mm. you're still recovering from that uh, craziness, uh, email us. Let us know your thoughts, perspectives, input. We'd love to hear that. Real Review Media at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, totally. That's it. We're going to be checking out Captain Marvel. Yeah, tomorrow. And tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great. So anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been real.